our health, relationship, work life, love life, and where we live will vary. Our views on religion may shift throughout the years, but when you truly experience the power of God, you realize God is the one thing that will never change. Here is Aaron Bryan to tell us more about keeping the main thing the main thing. What am I really doing day in and day out? You know, I'm going to work, I'm, you know, talking to family, but like, why, like, why? You know, like we all say we want more money. Like, why do you want more money? Why do you? And the purpose is for me to be the best representation of God that I can be. It's to get me to a place to where God is represented. So y'all, good day, everyone. Pray this finds you doing well. Um, excited, excited, I'm excited, so excited to have this next person with us, uh, Aaron Bryant, who uh, is is a great member here at Oak Gardens and one of our worship hosts and is in a number of small groups. And if you haven't got to meet him yet, uh, you definitely want to uh, pull him aside in the lobby and, and give him a conversation or two and, and hear his perspective on life. So, so glad to have you with us, man. Glad Thanks, to have you. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. So, so tell us, you know, about your upbringing. How did your upbringing, you know, and experience shape who you are today? Yeah. Well, born and raised here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, grew up Church of Christ. Went to Mountain View Church of Christ. Carl, which I'm sure you're familiar with. <laughs> where I met you. And, uh, you know, your, your family, uh, who I love dearly, you know. And um, I, I've been fortunate enough to have uh, found God and be a believer at a young age. And it stuck with me uh, in, in my my adult years led me to uh, Oak Gardens. So I've been a member here for a few years and, and I enjoy it very much. As you said, I enjoy being active. It's a great great uh family dynamic at Oak gardens you know the, the the brotherhood the men's ministry is great um you know sister denise mams is always there for you you know and uh just so helpful pastor day is fantastic and uh you know the job that you do as well carl is is uh, outstanding so um yeah man that's that's pretty much me yeah yeah man them good old mountain view days like and, and you know, I, I like the way you put it. Like you said, um, it kind of stuck with you, Christianity, right? Because it can, it can be uh, it can be difficult to navigate life when we like get on this religious path so early. Like for me, um, I, I ended up getting baptized again because it's like I knew what I was doing. I knew why I was getting baptized, but I really hadn't formed that relationship. Um, with God and didn't have as, as deep of an appreciation for um, what that meant, if that makes any sense. So like, like how is how has your journey been through early adulthood in that sense, man? Like, it's it's been good. It's, I, you know, uh, some years have been more devout than others. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure. being honest. <laughs> I'm being honest, but um. But, you know, and that's that's one of the beautiful things about God. You know, he allows us free will, you know, to 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 choose, to learn, to explore and to decide. And, um, you know, I spent some time interested in learning about other religions and, 
you know, it, it's it's good. It's it's good to be able to relate to others and and not be closed minded when having conversations. Um, and you know, I this works for me. You yeah, know, I just yeah. put it like that. So uh, it's it's been good, and I'm just glad that I never wandered off um, to the point to where I felt like I couldn't come back. Right. No, bro. I think that's I think that's a healthy healthy approach to it to be able to have that. Uh, have that curiosity satisfied and to be curious, right? Like, I feel like a part of our heritage was, you know, you know, that um, that belief that you're the only church going to heaven, you don't, you know, you're the only one to have access. And then the more you study and read and you like, hold up, wait a minute, right? Like, let alone people who believe in um, in different things. And so being able to explore that curiosity and find out for yourself, I think is critically important. And like, you know, something that I don't know because of upbringing that we were always told was okay. You know what I mean? Like, but on the other side of it, I'm sure there's a deeper appreciation for it, um, for what you found and, and what works for you and, and what you believe to be true. So like, how has your history made you the believer you are today? Ooh. It's a good question, man. Um, how's my history made me the believer I am today? I think just taking God at his word, whether that be by choice or by learning the hard way, <laughs> you know, pumping my head and, and uh, realizing that, man, God is good, you know, because my mind was not there. My heart was not there. But by the grace of God, by, you know, by the grace of God, I, I made it. And um, so my history is, you know, like I said, we grew up in church together. So uh, a lot of a lot of days with, you know, youth that were believers, you know, uh, was helpful and youth conferences and, and just, you know, all that good stuff, Bible bowls. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then after being taken out of that umbrella, Mm -hmm. I'm into adulthood. Um, you know, it's just experiencing some tough times and, and having nowhere else to go but God and seeing the blessings that come. Um, you know, one of my favorite words is uh, miracle. And, you know, to me, that is something that derives in a place where the probability is really low, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. it, it's a miracle is that it's like nah it's probably not gonna happen it's there's no way but it does and yeah. then the only way to, to explain it is it's god so um that's how my history man is has brought me to where i am today yeah yeah no like i i really um uh, appreciate that response because i, I feel like um You know, it's like God has to get us. He speaks to each of us in our own unique way, right? He reaches us where we are and, and all of those things. Um, but it's not until you really come to the point where it's like, okay, Lord, um, I've got nothing else but you, hmm. right? And sometimes, and, and that's not always just like physically, um, I've gotten to a point where my health is deteriorated all the way or my money is dried up or my, you know, relationships are all in shambles or, you know, just whatever 
whatever earthly um, construct we might be thinking of to describe being at nothing and needing God, right? Sometimes it's just mentally being at a point where it's like, okay, Lord, um, you know, you all I got that you can really open yourself up to see him work those miracles. And it's like, uh, I, I, I did not think of miracle in the way that you did of like just the definition. It's like the low probability that something will happen and then comes to fruition. It's like, that's where you see God's hand the most. I yeah. feel like a lot of us don't get to that point, right? Because it's like once you once you see God's hand, it's like okay, let me follow, <laughs> let me see where else it is in my life. So, so right. I, I really appreciate that, man. Like, yeah. How so? So when did you know like God was working on your behalf in that way? Like you mentioned miracle. Like was there a time? Was there a certain point where you say, okay, all right, Lord, I know it's you. That's you. Like, tell us about it and and how that felt. Too man, early, early man. I just, you know what? I, and I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm in this genuinely, man. So early, man. I was a senior in high school. I, I may have shared this with you. I don't know, but um, I remember being at church, and I wanted a car for graduation. And uh, your mom, I was. I told your mom because she was good at finding cars. You know, you had the Saturn, and you know, y'all just found cars. Like, how do y'all do that? <laughs> and uh, she told me. She said, you know. Pray for it every day. She said, every day, make sure you pray. You tell God you want a car. Just do it. And I did that. And for graduation, my dad gave me a car. You know, <laughs> yeah. just like really early, man, things just happened. I saw and experienced God's favor. And, and I thank God because I took it serious at a young age, too. And I, and I don't know, but I think God noticed that perhaps. So he's like, okay, this is what happens when, you know, you follow me. Mm. So I uh, I was really blessed to experience it at a young age, and um, yeah, I can't quite point to one time that that trumps all. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I experienced it early, and and even you know, uh, I think that was last year when I when I ran into you, um, in the airport, um, gosh, at five a.m. or something like that, randomly, and you know, and just just seeing how fruitful our relationship you know has become in this chapter of my life granted i've known you for years like yeah in this season you know uh my relationship with you has been incredible and extremely um instrumental um to to my my spirit and my walk so yeah yeah no, bro same um same it it's uh it's amazing how God can have us on two different paths. Like we were in the same area, same community, like going to church together. You know, I mean, you know, you went to Duncanville and that's okay. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like we were, we were in community together and you were having these experiences with God and, and no, you hadn't shared that story with me before. Uh, or if you had, I just, I, I forgot about it, but um, that was not like at the same time. You know, granted, you graduated, I think, a year after me, right? So I was I was um, already in Tucson, but I was not asking God for anything. Like, I didn't involve him. I didn't talk to him. I was just, like, going through life. Mm -hmm. and, um, and you, on the other hand, were having these experiences where he was showing up for you and saying, hey, you know, see, this is how I take care of people, right? And for me, it was like a series of bumping my head of, you know, attaining air quote success in certain aspects 
only for God to pop up and remind me that, you know, like, bro, you better you better acknowledge this where it comes from and me failing to do that time and time again. Right. So I think it's beautiful and refreshing to hear that. And then bringing it full circle, like, yeah, we were in the airport with and not and it ain't like we were in love field. You know what I'm saying? At DFW Airport, where there are five different terminals, and we happen to be in the same terminal at the same time where I'm walking through TSA and you getting ready to walk out. Like, it's just, uh, you know, and and I think we both were like, yo, I don't know why God has us running into each other right now, but let's see, you know, let's see where this thing goes. Let's see what we're supposed to learn. And I feel like, you know, that's, that's what life is boiled down to. Um, and God gives us all these experiences, but very rarely do we focus our attention on what's important. Mm. In this case, who's important, right? Which is something that you mentioned, you know, consistently is keeping what's most important, the most important thing in your life, right? And so how is, how is that shown up for you? And, you know, I guess in this sense, when you're at your best, like when you're in that space, mm-hmm. how do you stay there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, man, I think what's really important is what you're connected to. You know, it's it's uh, it's small groups. You know, it's, it's church on Sunday. It's it's what it's the music you listen to. It's. Uh, community, the relationships that you have, all of those things help. You know, it's it's because you need everything. You know, because there's so many distractions. Like this, you know, f- for all of the the resources there are for us to stay uh, connected to God, there's just as many to pull us apart. You know, there's phones, there's TV, media, news people that you know have negative attitudes you know so we have to me i speak for myself i have to involve and connect myself to as many internal and external resources as possible to uh to stay there and even something that you know you and me have talked about before or being vulnerable in those times too because it's not for me it's not just enough to talk to a brother at church or to talk to a family member when I'm speaking to them or when I'm worshiping or whatever the case is, I have to really be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's not always easy to do. It's, it's, it's much easier to stay surface level and say, oh, yeah, things are good and the job is good and this and this and that. But to really say, I've, be, I've been experiencing this. Like, this has really been on my heart. This has really been on my mind. Have you ever thought about this? Have you ever experienced this as well? Um, there's just something magical, spiritual that seems to happen when we are vulnerable and honest enough to share our experiences with the intention of growth. Yeah. Um, and, and not just for the sake of, of talking. Yeah. Yeah. Though, like, how, how, how has that impacted you, that vulnerable, that vulnerability? in conversation like how is that because all of that sounds great and i agree with you right because i found i found a source of hope and help through it for you like what what shifted what changed through that vulnerability like how has it impacted you in in that way yeah well so something you just 
mentioned a few minutes ago, as far as keeping the most important thing, the most important, I sometimes step back and think, okay, what am I really doing day in and day out? You know, I'm going to work, I'm, you know, talking to family, but like, why, like, why, you know, like we all say we want more money. Like, why do you want more money? Why do you, and the purpose is for me to be the best representation of God that I can be. Mm. So to answer your question about vulnerability and why that's important, um, it's to get me to a place to where God is represented, you know, and, and there's so many, Gosh, man, there's so many people I think that struggle with the same things that we do, but so many of us don't say it. <laughs> so many of us don't mention it, you know. And it's 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 like starving in a grocery store, you know. It's like, man, these it's it's here, it's there, it's it's available, but we're not letting it be known. So for me, I, I think that when we have an opportunity, so when we're vulnerable, we have an opportunity to either remind someone else that I'm going through this too, or we also have an opportunity for God to work through us and speak to us to give someone feedback that could bless their lives in whatever situation that they're dealing with. Um, And the opposite, when we're not vulnerable, I I believe it's due to fear and, you know, fear isn't of God. So that's why, man, that's why it's important to me. Um, because it it all goes back to the the big picture. Does that make sense? That that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, and it's um, you know I, I think that it helps us identify when we're at our best how to stay there. Um, when you can, it helps us it helps us remain consistent in that when we can clearly see it. I feel like kind of one of the things that really hit home for me that you were sharing is that. Um, we have so many distractions and things that want to pull us apart from God and disconnect us, distract us, you know, take our attention. Um, and brother Eric Moore says it like this, like um, everyone's competing for mind share, like everyone's competing for a piece of your mind that gets in the way of us saying, okay, like how is what I'm doing today glorifying God? And it's not to say that we just, you know, sit back and don't go to work and don't talk to family and don't do those things. But it, it is very much uh, a point of intentionality to see how our actions impact our kingdom assignment. And, and that's what I just heard you say, which is a beautiful and challenging proposition, right? Because of everything was just mentioned. Um, because we, we do deal with issues of health. We do deal with relationship issues. We do deal with um, people who, um, you know, mean us harm and, 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 you know, all of those different things that we get in the human experience, um, you know, kind of, kind of what would be your response to that? Like, how do we get past those negative things? Mm. Man, I would say, gosh, man, those negative things, they come. And I think that's where the word comes in, um, you know, really seeking out the word. Um, as good as God is, um, we still have to do our part. You know, we we, we can't just sit, you know, <laughs> and, and expect everything to come to us. 
So we have to seek out, you know, the word. We have to seek out God. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's, you know, the response to, mm. to, to those negative uh, forces, to, to those things that try to, you know, drag us um, and pull us in. It's, you know, we have to counter that with our own actions and our own effort. Um, you know, because faith without works is dead. And um, so, so that would be my answer. I, I did want to ask you, if I go back a, a couple of questions, um, how do you stay in that space as well, man, when things are going well? And, you know, what are some things that have been helpful for you to, to stay in that, that place? Yeah, um, I will say this is the first you're the first person to ask me a question. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's all good, man. I, I have no problem sharing. Um, for me, it was finding routine. Um, it was it was finding routine that was centered around finding God. So I mean, you I mean, you you and I are, you know, you my brother and 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 we talk quite frequently. Um I share with you taking those trips to California and being out there for days at a time. And, um, you know, sometimes, well, I would generally always try to carve out time for myself on business trips where I could just be to myself. And it just so happened that the person I was doing uh, like therapy with um, moved to LA. And so that made it convenient for me to be in LA more often than not, right? Like even if I was in San Diego, I would make the trip up. Um, and so um, a part of that started out where I would go to, you know, go to the beach, go to the ocean, like 6 a.m. every morning when I was out there. And I would just have quiet time and, and kind of sit and, and um, take in nature, like, I would walk. That was a part of it, you know, I'd hike and all that stuff. But um, like one of the last times I was out there with this with this uh, therapist, I um, I prayed, and it was like one of those long, never ending prayers. Not one that's like starts out with very intentional thoughts, but one that just kind of, as I sat there, God and I had a conversation, and I began to take that and pattern it. Um, so every day that I wake up, I start with, I'll, I'll read, you know, I allow the Bible app to kind of lead me to the scripture I'm reading, right? So I'll read the verse of the day, but I'll read the entire chapter. Um, and then after that, I'll listen to Above Meditation. They put out episodes, right? So I'll listen to one of those. Um, now that my Achilles is back healed, I'm back into running and all that stuff. But, uh, and then I'll pray, right? So, um, I start my day with God. And then as I shared with you before, and now I'm sharing with everybody, right? <laughs> is uh, I've got alarms that go off on my phone every three hours, you know, 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m., 8 p.m. So between the eights um, that whatever I'm doing, I'll stop and pray. And so um, for me, that routine has helped me tremendously. And you know, I don't even know what day this is. I'm going to pull this up and look. I think I'm at like, uh, dang, I don't even, my other phone's over there. I'm sorry. I'm at like day 420 of wow. doing that routine consistently. So for me, that's how I stayed in that space. And bro, it's crazy. 
and you weren't supposed to ask me no questions. Now I'm messing with you, but um, it's, it's, it's crazy how um, when my routine is off, I can feel it. Mm -hmm. It's like something's missing, and um, yeah. I think that's a great space to be in. So hopefully that answers your question. It does. It does, man. I'm, I'm a big believer in routine as well, and uh, now that that definitely is helpful, man. Thanks for sharing that with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just flip this thing back around now. All right. All right. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you, man. Uh, thanks for thanks for giving me an opportunity to answer that though, and to to uh, speak out on it. Um, you know, all all of you know, we kind of talked about this offline before we got started. Um, you mentioned, you know, sometimes we focus our attention on things that change. Um, mm -hmm. We got to focus our attention on the constant, which is God. Like, how does that show up for you in your life? Oh, man, it's. It, it, I don't know, man, it's the example I think everyone can relate to. If you have a great day and, um, you know, but somebody, you know, is driving and, you know, they may honk their horn or swerve in front of you for whatever reason, the negative things just stick out. You know, I, I I don't know why, but it's just how we're wired. It seems like. Um, so, for me, I, I do my best to step back and say, okay, what what all happened today? What all happened this week? Hmm. You know, um, I can't spend a hundred percent of my time focusing on five percent of my day. Hmm. And I think you know when I when I realized that that I was doing that things switched and turn around in a great way because I, you know, the, the enemy wants to distract us, you know, in every way possible. You know, we got great family members and healthy, you know, you name it. Um, but you know, that one negative thing, you know, we'll try to, to, to overshadow all the blessings that we have. And for me, I just, I think it's a bit of a slap in the face, you know, if 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 uh, if Carl, you know, uh, you know, helps me out. If I'm if I'm if my car broke down and you come to help me out, you help change my tire, you know, you take me home, you take me to the nearest auto shop, you give me money. But, you know, you were five minutes late. And I said, you know what, Carl was five minutes late. I can't stand Carl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a slap in the face. Like, you know, you've done so much and God does so much for us. And um, regardless of the challenges that come up. So just be mindful of that, man. Don't not focusing 100 percent of my thoughts on 5 percent of my day. Yeah, no, I think that's dope, man. <laughs> I think that's dope. I, and I don't think I, I don't think I've ever heard it said like that before. And it makes a whole lot of sense. It makes a ton of sense, because sometimes if you let us tell it, our whole day was shot. Our whole day was terrible. Even and you ask, what happened? And it's something so small and minor, right? It is like it it pales in comparison to all that God has done for us, not just in that day, but in all the days that led up to it. And um, and it's almost like like the way you said it makes me feel like, dang, like Lord, I'm sorry for insulting you like that many times. Like you've done you've done so much for me, and um, because it didn't happen on my timing, or it didn't happen the way I wanted it to, or it didn't happen, you know, like around the circumstances like or you require something of me like i ignore all of these great things that you've done in my life to get me to this point like thank you for that i i 
I had never thought of it like that. And it, it kind of makes me, um, no, I think our society is, is that way. Like, especially for any of us, um, sports enthusiasts that watch, uh, watch ESPN. It's like, you can boil life down to, you know, small fractions of time, um, to get a incomplete story represented in small clips. Like, yeah, you, yeah, man. You know, I uh, I make the comparison of uh, you know, like with life, or if it was a game, if life was a a, a sports game, and um, you know, I'm focused on you know, okay, make sure I don't get crossed over, right? Make sure I don't get dunked on. Make sure I have a highlight to put on a highlight reel for Sports Center top ten. Um, when the goal should be to win the game, you know that like that's the goal. You know, like what well, what good is it if if I'm worried about all these other things, stats and you know, embarrassment or highlights and I lose the game. You yeah. know, it I ultimately if to continue the sports analogy, I wanna be playing in June. You know, I wanna or I wanna be playing in February for the Super Bowl. You know, I wanna be playing to win. Yeah. And and I mean I've I've been guilty so many times of what I look like in the process and what other people are going to say and what other people are going to think and how I may be perceived when those things really don't matter, you know? So that's really, man, uh, how, how I, how I think now and something that God has put on my heart and on my mind is, you know, we constantly pray for wisdom. Um, you know, that's, that's the best analogy I can use. Yeah. No, man. And, and, I, I mean, you coming with the analogies today and like just that I think that lands and sticks because we can we can relate to it. Right. Even if we're even if we're not sports enthusiasts, we can relate to wanting to have the highlight moment at work or wanting to have the highlight moment for our family where we came in and saved the day, wanting to have the highlight moment where we were seen as the wisest, smartest, whatever, most beautiful person um, in that. Like like we limit our life experiences to those things. Um, and very rarely are those things aligned with what God would be having us to do, say, and be in those moments, right? Because those are vain. That's me. That's I. That's my experience. And very rarely is it, what can I do for you, Lord? Which goes back to kind of what you were mentioning before. It's like you're having these conversations with family. Yeah, you're going to work. Um, but if you don't have a healthy perspective of why you're doing it, you can miss the mark. You can miss your opportunity. And I feel like a lot of times we sleepwalk through life very much like that, just looking for those those moments. Like, I think one of the, one of the nice things about your experience and journey is you started so early. But like, what would you tell the younger you? And know everything you know right now to this point. What would your advice be to the past you? Because you know, there's a you walking around here somewhere. Like, there's somebody that's had similar experiences. It's in the same place. Like where you can speak to them, what would it, what would you say? Wow. Yeah, I want to back, I want to answer that question. I want to back up a little bit. You made some good points about we want to have those highlight moments and all that in people's lives. But we also can't be scared to get quote unquote dunked on. We, we can't be scared to put ourselves out there and, and, you know, maybe not look the way we want to be looked because that's a part of life. And that's what it's going to take sometimes to get to where we need to be. You know, like if if winning is going to cause me to be a little bit embarrassed, 
I'll take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to. I have to embrace that. So I want to make sure, you know, I just wanted to add that it made me think about it when you were giving that example. Um, and as far as what I would say to my younger self, you know, Lord willing, I said that ways ago, but from what I know now, I would say doing the right thing always pays off. Mm. Don't, doing the right thing always pays off. And 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 someone else is gonna be able to benefit from what you take on. Hmm. So whereas before I, I thought of myself a lot more, I could tell myself now um, <clears throat> that the decisions and the commitment that I have to God and doing the right thing will help so many other people than rather just myself. Yeah. And in the long run, I'm going to be happy that I did it. Um, that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But it's dope. Okay. So, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask, right. Tell us about a time where you didn't feel like doing the right thing paid off and how did you get past it? And it, it's not, and it's not that you have to give us details, right? You ain't got to tell us who, what, when, where, and how. Right? <laughs> but I feel like I feel like that's one of those things that we say, but we don't know how to get to that point, right? So how did you, assuming you're there now, how did you get to the point where it's like, no, Lord, I'm going to do the right thing, even though it doesn't appear that it's appreciated, noticed, or that it's paid off? I say a, a family relationship, a, a relationship with a family member um, requires, required and still requires a lot of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't feel like I should, should, should have to do that. I, I felt like they should be the one to do that. I'm the younger of the, the relatives. But, um, but, but, but I made a decision to do it. And, um, there wasn't an instant gratification that came with it. Mm -hmm. The, the relationship didn't dramatically change. Um, there's still some things that I wish were very different right now as we speak. But, Ultimately, I, I'm, I'm glad that in my heart and in my mind um, that I have forgiven my relative and don't hold any ill will against them. And, and I love them very much, um, just the way that God loves me, regardless of my imperfections. Bro, that's... Uh... That's very heavy, very deep, and uh, perfectly very impactful. Because you, you took it to in your example, you took it to, um, you know, a relationship where love is inferred. It's like we family. I love you. You love me. But something that we don't always process well, which is hurt, disappointment, anger, like all of those things that come as a result of 
relationships and things that may happen through life. And I think that's, bro, that's a, it's a quite healthy perspective to have and um, a wonderful example to go to because I think there are a lot of us who don't get past family hurt, you know, um, whatever it may look like, whether we did the wrong and whether they wronged us, like whatever it looks like. So that's great, man. Um, thank you for sharing. Absolutely, man. It's it's uh, very important. Um, that's a great question to ask um, because, like you said, um, it's uh, you know it it's true. You know, it's 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 easy to talk the talk, but walking the walk is a uh, is a different story. <laughs> and uh, with all the, the emotions and, and things that that are attached to it, um, you still got to do it. Um, but but I did want to ask you if you didn't mind um you know you were talking about what you would tell your younger self what advice you would give your younger self um i didn't think about it the way that you stated it but there in all likelihood is someone who has had your experiences as well similar to what you, you've gone through and what you're going through um and even if not what would you just literally tell your younger self that was my prayer lord right um i would i would say uh I would, I would, I would say, um, gosh, I would say, don't wait too long to start living your life. And your life being the life that God has designed for you and called you to. Um, sometimes, sometimes because of the family I was born into and, and what our family does, and the, the um, circles that that I've been. Um, placed in sometimes you concern yourself with meeting other people's standards and expectations for you um, you don't give yourself time to process what your wants and desires are but also the emotions that come with, with just life experiences so for myself, I would I would tell the younger self to be present, enjoy the moment, find your identity, and um, and trust that. Right. Um, and and you know, identity in Christ is is paramount. It's most important. It goes back to what you say of uh, keeping what's most important important. Uh, and for me, that work also would have included. Um, being comfortable being my authentic self and not being what everyone wants me to be. So hmm. that's, and that's the last question you can ask me today. No, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's amazing, man. I, uh, that's amazing. I, I can see that. And, um, gosh, man, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no, you got it. And I look forward to uh what god's gonna do through it through sharing it <laughs> Amen. Amen. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah 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 okay so to like wrap this thing up with a prayer for the next generation for this generation and all that like based on your life experiences what would you be praying for uh for this generation and the next Ooh, my prayer is that there is a resurgence in a connection to God. My prayer is that 
there is a resurgence to be present, that there is less distractions. I believe that this generation is extremely distracted without even knowing it with the amount of information that's consumed, the different ways to communicate doesn't encourage vulnerability. It encourages surface level, instant gratification. So my prayer is that this generation and the next generation doesn't lose the, the gift and the beauty that comes with true connection connection to God and connection to people, other people of God and the connection or the blessings that can come from the connections that we have when we keep God first. Mm. Um, I really, I really hope that we don't lose that and that there's a, that that makes a comeback and that there's a resurgence with that because it's truly a gift. Yeah. It's dope, bro. That's that's awesome, man. Um, well, we're gonna close out by praying for that, yeah. uh, and see God work it out in our communities and in our lives. Uh, Lord, we love you. Um, again, we want to thank you so much for Aaron and all the experiences that you've given him to uh, share with us today, and just praying for all of our communities, our households, our families, uh, that there will be a resurgence. Uh, a new seeking, uh, a new desire to chase after you, uh, a calling to belong to you, to follow you, to trust you, to allow you to rest rule and abide in our lives and in our being um, in a way that allows us to build community among believers that seek to, uh, to please you, to serve you, to expand your kingdom here on earth. Lord, just praying that you will give us the courage um, through this resurgence to uh, to heal and to recover and to reclaim the things that the enemy has uh, stolen from us, has taken from us. Um, and we just pray that this focus and this intent on uh, fulfilling the purpose that you've given to each and every one of us will be matched with your love and support and grace to be vulnerable, uh, to be transparent, to seek you to completely heal and show up the healthiest version of ourselves, but also that we can just have healthy homes and healthy families and healthy relationships and healthy uh, work environments and communities that we can be people who don't lose sight of keeping you at the forefront of our minds. And, uh, and that in doing so, Lord, you'll light the path that you have us to walk, that you will support us along the way. And that uh, as we continue to seek after you, you allow us to triumph over all of our circumstances, trials, and the many tribulations that we might experience here on earth. And so, Lord, uh, the ultimate goal, as Aaron mentioned, is that we will win the game of life. And so, Lord, we're praying as we put one step in front of the other, you will help us to uh, take steps closer to you, that we will look beyond today to the eternal sacrifice and promise that you've given to each and every one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Bro, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate you as well, man. I've always enjoyed this tremendously. It's always great talking to you, as you know. Um, I, I pray that this has been a blessing to someone 
And um, I think if there's any closing remarks or anything that I, I want to share is, uh, is that I, I aim and I hope all of us aim to uh, be a blessing in as many ways as possible. I hope that as individuals, we can be a blessing. I pray that in our relationships, our relationships can be a blessing. I pray that our family units and our family dynamics, the way that we show up can be a blessing. Pray that at the job, you name it. Um, so regardless of the things that try to distract us, you know, you know, sometimes we focus on winning an argument. Sometimes we focus on a lot of the wrong things. Um, let's remember to uh, to represent God and, and to be a blessing. So that's it for me, man. I really enjoyed the call. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. No, thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, bro.